Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Hey. We're back. We're back. Exhausted. Yeah. 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 There's a severe lack of energy in this room, and uh, we're hoping to bring back the energy a little bit here, but yeah, it's it's going to be a slow burn here. Yeah, I think it'll. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it plays out. All right. It is uh, the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of Barley Hops and Friendship. Best best friend podcast in the world. I am your host, the King of the Crisp, and you your future president of these United States of America. Hail to the chief, the one to make America all right again. All right, yeah. Tom, and I'm your other host, your future Secretary of Hops, the. Royer's Ford Rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. This is bringing the energy back. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yep. Yeah, I feel it now. <laughs> oh, this is good. It's Dan. All right. Uh, somebody f- somewhere just tossed Dan a Miller Lite. Yeah, I just got a Keystone. There's <laughs> a Keystone. Oh, he did. He, he I think he did. The, uh, did you do Miller or Keystone? I thought it was Keystone. I don't. I think it really depended on the arena. Um, he just had like a, yeah, because the famous, uh, the famous beer truck, uh, the hose beer hose was Coors. That was Coors. Yeah. It was Coors light. So I think it was really just all based on the, the arena on the rider. They're like, whatever light beer is popular right. in the area, whatever yeah. beer truck you can get with a hose in right. Aurora, Colorado. <laughs> right. I mean, when they just got, they, they were just getting Coors and Texarkani. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they didn't want to give that out there. <laughs> I can't. I should be able to make a Smokey and the Bandit reference in every episode. You should be able to, and I'm surprised you haven't put it on the soundboard yet. I should, you know, uh, just that part. Just like just the beginning of that song. I work in the trucking industry, and I I have a craft beer, or I have a beer review podcast. I mean, it's Smokey and the Bandit is trucks and beer. (laughs) That's all it is. And Transams. Yeah, I was gonna say Transams. Yeah, and Sally Mouth. Sally Fields. Um, I can't believe you. I can't believe you said Sally Field before you said Burt. Burt Reynolds is. Come on. Yeah, but she was. I mean, Sally Field was a smoke show in that movie. God, I forget that she's in it until somebody brings it up. Really? Yeah. She was, I, oh, and she was super young in it. She is completely forgettable in smoking. Really? That's well, that's my hot take. Um. What? The, oh, God damn it! Why can't I think of the uh, who played? Um, who played the, uh, was it boss hog? No, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what his name was. <laughs> get me a God dang. Get me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper and make it out of a hurry. <laughs> um, all right. Enough smoking the bandit talk. So, um, 
we are sans a guest today. Yeah, this is just uh, just two dudes. Yeah. So if you uh, if, if you listen to last week's episode, um, we were Dan and I were on vacation together, not ex- exclusively together. Um, we were just in the same vicinity. I would yeah. say it just. I mean, it, it's just we work on the same wavelength, so it kind of just worked out that way. It was weird by chance. You're like, I'm going on vacation. I'm like, so am I. I, I was like, I'm going to Sea Isle, Ocean City. What? What? Um. So you know we're. This is, we record on Sunday. Uh, I got back Saturday cause I'm a, I'm a typical Saturday to Saturday guy. Um, Dan just got back today mere hours ago. Yeah. Mira, I'm, I'm fresh off the beach. You can still smell sunscreen on me. If you get real close, if you want to smell my arm, I'm going to get real close to you later. Yep. Um, smell like cup of tone. Just a dog yanking at your butt. Yep. Um, so we're in, uh, we're in, you know, vacation wind down mode. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we decided, uh, while we were on vacation that there's, it was just, it's just too much work to get a, get a guest on, figure out beers. And we're just, you know, we're lazy. We're We're lazy. lazy And yeah, something's happening in the studio, um, with this fridge of ours. I feel like we have to, we have to take care of it. Yeah, it is a, there's not much room left in there. There is not. No. Um, so we decided we're going to do a, uh, we're going to be cleaning out our closet. Um, I should have had that, uh, that I, drop ready. I, uh, I was going to text you about today too. I was like, can you get the M&Ms cleaning <laughs> out my closet? Um, <laughs> no, I had the same idea, uh, which is why we are the best, best friends. Um, and <sighs> It's just, we're, we're, we're over, overly stuffed. Uh, we're overstocked here in the studio. Yeah. We, um, we're, we, you know, the Oreo just released the most stuffed and we, we released our most stuffed fridge. We're super stuffed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got a uh, beer delivered from a company that we won't mention until they give us sponsorship money. Yeah. Give um, us a promo code. Yeah. Um, we, um, we, uh, we, we've had, we have beer delivered. We have people sending us beer. It's just, it's a whole thing. It's all to do. There's a lot of to do and by to do, it's a lot to drink. Yeah. Um, and so with that, we have a lot to get into. We're, we're going four beers. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, split a beer four beers. Yeah. Going to do some sensible pouring here since, uh, you know, we're just getting back from vacation. I don't know about you, but I had a couple every night. You know, I, um, I, I went, um, I went a good mixture. I went, uh, I went a couple craft beers. My family's not a real big craft beer. They're a Miller Lite family. Yeah. Um, so I was the only one that was really drinking, uh, any kind of craft beer. So you're like craft Miller Lite craft kind of, no, just like- I, I was, I stayed away. I didn't have a single Miller. Uh, you know what? I did have Miller Lite yeah, when I was fishing. Lie. Um, that's a no. fishing beer, man. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. I'm and not a little ML smoothie while you're out there yeah. casting. <laughs> um, I had a, I had a couple craft beers in, in the fridge, but I was, you know, i I went mainly, uh, gin and tonics. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, in the summer heat, in the, the smoldering beach weather. I'm a, I'm a gin and tonic kind of guy. See, I, I had like one beer on the beach. I wasn't drinking a lot on the beach, but like, as soon as the sun went down, I was like taking advantage of that rooftop, oh, yeah. like balcony and everything, Yeah, bringing a beer up there and just like 
killing it up there and then coming back down and having yeah. like one or two more on the couch. <laughs> yeah. As soon as my kid went to bed, I was like, Whew, time for daddy to get drunk. Yeah. It'd be like seven 30. I'm watching the sun go down. I'm like, uh, is it uh, is it bathy time? Are you guys going to, is it time for her to get a bath? Is it time for her to get a bathy? I'm going to, I'm going to go up yeah. to the porch. I'll be, oh, I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. We're, we're tucking them in and I was like, Ooh, time for time for the old devil daddy to get, uh, <laughs> to come out. God. <laughs> oh, you devil worshiping cocksuckers or what I, I was wondering if you were going to bring up psychosexual and this is like maybe this might be the episode where we don't talk about psychosexual nope nope, nope. run nope. it up there yep awesome. all right uh you want to hop into our first beer yeah um i mean i don't know which one we were going to start with here um because we have so many in there um which one did you want to start with here um yeah what was an idea you had in your head so for for my idea i wanted to start with uh we got a, a beer from uh mckeller brewing company our brewing in san diego uh the citra commander uh, let me pull this one up yeah. and see what it's like so um uh, and you know before we get into that uh, you can follow us on Untapped uh, if you're unaware. Untapped is a, a beer social media app. Uh, you can go on, keep a blog of your beers, review them, uh, find out what your friends, what your favorite podcasts are reviewing them. Um, and uh, you can follow along with us on Untapped and look at our backlog, whatever. Look at our front logs, backlogs, whatever kind of logs you want to look at. Um, are we displaying our front logs? We could. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Maybe my like front branch. <laughs> um, you can, uh, you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. We might not have a guest, but we're still doing the P O D drops. The P O D drops never stop. They never do. Nope. Um, all right. So, uh, we're going to do citrus, citra commander by, uh, McKellar brewing in San Diego. So Daniel, I got, I pulled up the description yeah. and then I look at the can and I'm like, the, the can is so artful and nice. And like, we'll post a picture of it, uh, as always with our, uh, podcast drops and everything. But the description on untapped is amazing. Just, just perfect. Yeah. I'm going to try and do it in the best possible fashion <laughs> via, via Jay from Jay and silent Bob here. Um, so yeah, this one is Citra commander and it goes a little something like this. I am the Citra commander. Remember that commander of all the Citra hops. When it comes down to business, this is what we do. We pitch the hops like this. Ooh, you little hop. And then we rub our noses with it. Oh man, that was good. That was good. It was good. I am the master of the clit. Remember <laughs> this fucking face, right? If you see clit, you'll see this fucking face. I make that shit work. No one rules a clit like me. Not this little fuck. None of you little fucks out there. I am the clit commander. When it comes down to business, oh, so awesome. what I do. This is what I do. Get you like this? Oh, you little fuck. <laughs> that's what i do with citra hops awesome. this is what we do with citra hops <laughs> all right but yeah so it looks like this one here is um so it is an imperial double it's eight percent alcohol by volume average rating on this one is 3.94 on untapped again this is mckeller 
Brewing, San Diego, San Diego, California here. So, so I think you're going to, you're, uh, I think with, uh, at least my choices, I don't know about you, Dan, um, for your choices of beers, but I'm kind of good. I'm going kind of with like the, uh, internet darlings, you know, uh, <laughs> the internet darlings. Yeah. I like so, it. So, I mean, I might have to, I might have to get on that boat with you if we're going to do some internet darlings. We have some internet darlings oh, yeah. in there to do. So, so, um, Let's crack this and then you know we'll 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 talk about it. Okay, yeah. All right. You want to give me the countdown? Absolutely. One, two, three. Oh, there it is. Oh. How's that aroma? Here you go. Get a little get a little scent on that one. That smells like West Coast. Yes, it does. Um, so you know, I've talked, uh, I've talked ad nauseum about, uh, my love, my newfound love of the, uh, the single hop variety of, uh, of IPA. And, um, you know, that's what kind of spoke to me on this one. Um, you know, I, I was surprised to find out that it was a double Imperial because I feel like most of the single hop variety IPAs are not the, uh, not the double Imperial style. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see how this one goes. Um, poured out, not not super hazy. Yeah, just a little bit of haze, yeah. just the right amount. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dig into this, Slancha Daniel. Thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> Gets really quiet when we do our sips together. Just want to do that, like in the, mm-hmm. in the middle while we're like, it just gets quiet and you just hear us going. You know, <clears throat> this is almost exactly what I was expecting of it. It's just all, all, citra. all citra all day long, um, which is exactly what I want from a, a single hot variety uh, IPA. Yeah, this uh, this is really going down nicely. Yeah. Um, very reminiscent of our. Uh, our uh, Sugartown Simcoe IPA. I'm yeah. really, I'm really tired. My mouth is just tired as well. <laughs> just brain dead yeah. over there. Yes, very reminiscent of the Sugartown Simcoe in its. I guess you would say in the cl- like cleanliness of it. It's a very clean taste mm-hmm. to it. So it's very clean finish on it. Versus like it's not as earthy as the Simcoe because you're getting more of the citra hops in this. Right. So it's got that little bit more of a bite, a little bit of the piney kind of citrusy mm-hmm. notes in there. So you're getting that a lot more of that, but you're getting, yeah, it's like a clean sip just like that sugar town. Yeah. And it is just like there's no there's no like a complexity to it. It's just just all beer, no frills. Just yeah. Here's here's some citra. Drink it down. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it a lot. Um. I like the like. I'm looking at the can, uh-huh. and it's just like a beautiful like art, like a nice artsy look to it. It's got a guy who's just like nose deep in a in a hop, <laughs> but like just very artful and tasteful. And then you read that description <laughs> on untapped and you're just like, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that drew me to McKellar, um, was their, their can art. Um, they are Label shopping. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We talked about, uh, McKellar with proper Josh and I believe he told us that they're Danish. They were yeah, it was something like Norwegian or Danish, something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah, um, but they were they were gypsy brewers for a while, and then they kind of settled down in San Diego. And I believe they have a, another brewery on the East Coast. 
was it like Maryland or something? I think it was New York. Was it New York? Okay. But, um, but yeah, they, they have a very like, uh, that like Norwegian, um, Nordic kind of, uh, the art, art style. Yeah. The artwork on it looks like, like a Norwegian kid's book. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like it. Uh, there's no hard lines to it. Um, it's very minimalistic. Um, so I always saw their, uh, their cans posted on untapped or uh, on Instagram. Um, and I was like, man, just as like a, as a label shopper, I need to, uh, I need to get in on some of that McKellar stuff. And, uh, you know, I had, I had a little bit of worry because that did come on a, um, a beer delivery. So I don't know if we have, this was can on July 29th. Oh, that's not bad at all. And it says, rub my nose. <laughs> um, Just rub my nose and yeah. like, ooh, you little hop. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're at about, a, um, I might be exactly a month old. Well, almost. Almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. So um, actually a little over a month old, but. Uh, but not, I mean, I wouldn't say that this aged poorly at all. Like no, as no, opposed no. to like, if it was something that would result in some sediment, maybe like a you know, something with a little lactose or like milk sugar in it or something right. that would coagulate in there. But this is very clean. And as the frost is lifting from the glass, I'm seeing a really nice clarity to it. Yeah. Um, it's got a real nice color to it. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm getting like a, I'm getting that classic citrus flavor. You know, it's like oh, yeah. that. It's almost like a, it's like a citrus peel. Yep. Um, like where you get a little bit of that citrusy, but you get the bitterness of like the peel to it. Um, and it's just clean all the way through, all the way through very, um, the finish, which I expected from citrus to be, you know, a little bit more of the peel, a little bit of the piney, like it's all mm. hop forward. And then it's just a very nice, like it does finish earthy reminiscent of the Simcoe, but not like the Simcoe didn't have the citrus. This has the citrus finishes with a nice earthy finish, like on the palate. It's very enjoyable. Like I'm not getting like too much of the pininess to it, but at the same time, it's, uh, I love it. This is a good beer. Yeah. Good first choice there, Tom. Thank you. Yeah. We went through the, went through the fridge there. We got a good one here. So yeah, this is an easy sipper, man. Um, it's not heavy. Not heavy at all. It's a little too easy of a sipper. Yeah. I'm looking over at you. I'm like, man, I gotta slow down. <laughs> I'm trying to like, I'm I'm looking at the time that we've been recording. I was like, oh man, we got three more of these, and <laughs> we could be done in a half hour. And it's this is we need to figure out how to stretch this out. It's a relaxed fit episode. Yeah. You know, we might be a little shorter on this one, but um, yeah, I mean being as I've been on the road for most of today, this is, uh, this is going down nice and easy. (laughs) This is something like I would like to come home to after, you know, driving home from the shore, Mm -hmm. unpacking the car, you know, going to pick up the animals and everything. And then just being like, I need a beer right now. (laughs) No, this is a nice, like, uh, you know, I could sit on the back porch and and sip this thing. It's, you know, yeah, this is like a back porch sunset kind of beer right here. Mm Yeah, it's just, um, man, real easy going. Um, high, uh, high ABV for very surprising because of how yeah. clean and like I'm not getting like a bite to it that no. you would get from like a double. No, no, not at all. Um, no, no booziness to it. 
and I'm I am I'm very excited to throw this sticker on our beer fridge. This is, yeah, one because it's an easy sticker to put on because yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a nice easy one to put in there. Yeah. But I am concerned because of the shape of it because it's not like your stereotypical rectangular shaped no. label on it, which is nice. Like it's it's a cool sticker in that fact, but then we have to put other stickers around it. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll figure something out there. Um we'll have to get real Picasso with this one. Yeah, much like the art style. Yes. Yes. True. True. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, I think we should get into our ratings before we polish these bad boys off. Oh yeah. I'm, I saved the last sip for the rating. All right. So, um, you know, we're going to go off the untapped scale, which is, I don't know, bottle caps. I don't know. What are they? I, I assume that they're bottle caps. I think so. I think like, I don't know what else they are, but but nothing comes in a bottle anymore. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. Everything, everything good comes in a bottle in a basement, but then you get some good yeah. cans. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I was just, uh, I was just putting some caps in my, uh, bottle cap map. And I was uh, like, of Pennsylvania. Yeah. I was like, man, I really hope that, uh, bottles come back so I can finish this thing off. <laughs> I think I would just have to find like, I mean, stout season is coming back yeah. and there's some good bottled stouts out there. So hopefully we can, uh, we can talk about filling both of our mutual Pennsylvania ones because yeah. I have one too. And it's, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it out to like Bucks County. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hanging out in Monco. I'm just, I'm like just outside of Delco and I'm in Dobby. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into the ratings. Uh, yeah. Like we said, out of five bottle caps and quarter bottle cap increments. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> Wake up, Tom. Yeah. Anyway, play, play my music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Budweiser. There you oh, go. There we go. Come on. Hype. You got to get the hype going. That is me. That's, I think that's both of us. Yeah, I think we need the ambulance. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, we are going off that rating, and you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. Get myself hyped. Open up the pit, Tom. Yes. Come on. All right, there it is. Windmills. <laughs> all right, Dan. What do you uh, What are you thinking on this beer? For a uh, for a single hop double IPA, this was awesome. Uh, I am going to go with a four two five on this. Okay, all right. Um, finish was amazing. Everything about this was Citra. It's the pure definition of this beer, the Citra Commander. They nailed it. This is everything I would expect from something just made solely with citrus. So um, they nailed it, which I would typically just go with a four right there. But just with the finish alone brought up to a four, two, five for me, just because it was just an enjoyable, easy sipping double IPA. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, <clears throat> I was at, at first uh, at first sip. I was saying, uh, oh, you know, this is a four. It's solid, solid beer. Um, would drink again. Um, you know, that's that's kind of my standard for like, all right, this is good. Um, it not, hits everything. Yeah, that, not blowing me away. Yeah. Um, you're hitting the marks. Yeah. It's it's a dangerous beer because you, you drink it and you're like, this doesn't taste like 8.3 ABV. It does not. Um, 
So it's going to, it's going to sneak up on you. Um, but, um, I, I mean, I love Citra, uh, and this is just, I mean, it nails it. Yeah, it's it just, does. it's just Citra from the first sip all the way to the, to the fall off at the end there. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just, it doesn't sit on, it doesn't linger on the palate, you know, kind of, kind of just like kind of wipes away. And then the next sip is just a brand new, brand new taste. So, um, I'll, I'll agree with you, Dan. I think, it, I think it deserves a four, two, five. Yeah. I brought up that next quarter just on, based on the finish alone, kind mm-hmm. of brought that, mm-hmm. brought that extra four, two, five for me or yeah, that two, five. So yeah, four, two, five guys mm-hmm. for that one. And you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's at Best Best Friends P.O.D. Tom, I feel so alive right now. (laughs) I feel so alive right now uh that uh that beer kind of it rejuvenated me there you go yeah you're, you got a little more pep in your step yeah. over there I'm yeah yeah that. um so dan um there is a there's something I, I, i've been wanting to talk about for a couple weeks now um and I, I hope you're in the same boat as me. Um, I don't think you're exactly up to my level on this, but I think you're somewhere around there. And it's something that I did uh, on my vacation. Um, and that was watch a tremendous amount of the show. Love after lockup. I didn't watch a lot of TV, to be honest. Like the only things I watched were like Phillies games and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, rest in peace to, uh, you know, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. I was watching, yeah, I watched black Panther. I even watched the intro, um, his first movie, you know, when he was in there, uh, for civil war. Okay. You know, I, that's all I watched was that in the Philly. So I didn't really, I didn't really try to watch too much TV. Mm-hmm. It just got to the point where in, at night and plus I was on somebody else's Netflix. So I didn't want to do like love after lockup or anything else on uh, somebody else's like, yeah. they're like, why is this guy watching this? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I have no shame to that. I think it's the <laughs> single greatest show that has ever or ever will be produced on television. Tom, you told me about this and I think we got like one and a half episodes in <laughs> You tapping out? I'm trying not to. (laughs) I I really want to see where this goes, but at the same time, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah, it's a (laughs) it's an absolute train wreck. Um, So, I mean, yeah, give us a synopsis for the people who aren't watching this. Okay, exactly what it is. So, I don't know if anyone has ever like if you've ever been like going across like an overpass, like walking across an overpass, like on a highway. If you're just walking across an overpass and then you see uh, an accident happen, you know, you ever see, you know, have you ever seen an accident happen, Dan? Oh yeah. Yeah. So this show is like watching an accident happen, but then every car that follows that accident, uh, acts like they don't see the accident and just keeps driving into it. Yeah. And then it's like, nobody's hitting the brakes. They're all just slamming into each other. It can't possibly get worse. Right. And it's like, and and you're like, they have to see the accident happening. (laughs) You know, you, they have to see this. Surely this person that's a quarter mile down the road is seeing (laughs) that there's 15 cars piled up here. Uh, they got to slow down and, and hit the brakes and you know, they don't, 
It's like Apollo's corner and Rocky four. She's like, throw the damn. Yes. (laughs) That is a perfect analogy. Um, Just throw it. (laughs) And I'm sitting on the couch looking like if he dies, he dies. Um, It's so bad. Yeah. So we didn't watch the same. So there's two parts of season two. Yeah. So yeah. Love after lockup. Just brief synopsis. People are getting in relationships with people who are in lockup and they're about to get released. And it's kind of following how their lives go. uh, After they get out of the big house. Yeah. After their pen pals get out of the, the out of jail. Um, So it's them adjusting to uh, life after lockup and then being (laughs) essentially when reality hits basically, because it's like a, it's like a fantasy for like a lot of them. They're like, Oh, I got this guy in prison. Right. Kind of love him. And then he gets out and he's just like, you got cheez it's (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what I really miss? cheez it's (laughs) Is that, is that an actual person? No, it's not. Damn it. I was really excited (laughs) because I think, I think uh, my wife and I are going to start the season that you're on. Yeah, I, I don't know. Where did we start? Did we start? I think we started the first season or season two. You were like season three. So I'm I'm currently watching season three as it's happening. As that's it's happening, live. yeah. So we and started with like whatever the first one that was available on On Demand. We're just like, ah, fuck it. Just throw it on. All right. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which one you're watching. So uh, I, I've got. there's two season twos. It's so weird how yeah. they're numbered two. Like I don't. We TV get your shit together because it's so bad. Yeah. Um, it was hard to navigate. So I just. I got to the point where I said, I was like texting you. I was like, what season do I start with? I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm just turning this on. Yeah. And so, instantly it was like, this girl was like, I'm a, I have an OnlyFans account and I have two fiancés in prison. And I was like, oh my God, this is happening right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. I, she's like shaped like a pear. I don't know if that's the one, but it's like the, her, both of her fiancés are like cellmates. Oh, I haven't gotten that far. Mm. Hopefully I'll find, I, I'll find that out later. I think I, you know, I'm not certain, but I, that might be the one. Um, but yeah, so she's like, I'm an Instagram model. And I was like, God damn it. You're just, you're a cam girl. That's yeah. what, that's all yes. you are. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's the season that I'm, I just finished was like every story was unbelievable. You know, you had five, you had four, four train wrecks, and then you had one that actually ended nicely. Really? I yes. haven't seen it. So granted, I'm only like an episode and a half in. Right. I haven't seen anything that looks like, looks like they made it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, the current season is not great. Um, there's one girl who, uh, this white girl from Las Vegas who, uh, got married to um, a guy who has been in jail his basically his entire life. Um, he was a blood from Compton. God damn. Yeah. And um, so they got married basically so they could have conjugal visits. Um, Which is interesting because mm-hmm. we got 
we got to the part where, you know, they start introducing those yeah, and they go to a place that looks like it's a summer camp. Right. Like it, it's mm-hmm. just a bunch of like little buildings right. and you're just like, wait, what is this? And just like, <laughs> this is our first visit where we get to be face to face privately. I'm like, Oh my God, this is a fuck camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I always thought like conjugal visits, like we're in the jail. No, it's like a right. summer camp that they bring them out to. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you have to be in certain States. You have to be married to have conjugal. It's, it's a whole you learn a lot about jail in this uh in this series um yeah but, uh, i really have to dive in more but i'm just already uh, shocked and appalled yeah. <laughs> like an episode and a half in yeah it's uh so i got my basically my whole family addicted to this show so our our nightly ritual was you know the kid goes down we had some we all had some drinks and uh and you know we would watch you know the flyers game was on phillies game was on we watched a little bit of that but then it always ended up we're watching one or two episodes of love after lockup. Your mom's like, Tom, throw love after lockup. You know, she was the most (laughs) adamant. uh, She was against the uh, show. I can see that. Um, Which I was more surprised because she does like trash TV. I can see your dad being all about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, Tom, turn it up. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he dove head first into, into love after lockup. Um, but you know, if you're not watching it, please, please, please do yourself a favor and go out and just start at any, any season. Tom, just because I am a member of your cabinet, I will pledge to watch more of this Thank show you. to try Thank and you. bring more content to this. Thank you. As of right now, I'm just, I'm just appalled by this, but when it's like, ah, God. this will be the national show of America <laughs> when I am elected president of these United States of America. Nothing says make America eh. again. Like, <laughs> like love after <laughs> I will. I pledge that that show will not get canceled for the entirety of my term, <laughs> possibly two terms, <laughs> maybe even eight terms. I might go full dictator. Who knows? <laughs> the office does weird things to you. <laughs> we'll see what happens after the, the election and see what, what's going to happen. Here. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, love after lockup. I, I think as Dan dives deeper into it i think we'll have more to talk about uh about the show yeah you told me this like right before vacation yeah we were just like getting everything ready we're like oh man and like we we put it on and it became something that we were like oh we're gonna we're we're gonna dive deep into this yeah see i'm i'm surprised i felt like your your wife would be uh like watch the first like five seconds of the show and she'd be like okay well this is what we're watching always and forever oh yeah i mean it it became that but like every night was like getting ready like to go on vacation when we started it but yeah i mean she's invested i mean we're um religious 90 day fiance oh yeah and and it's 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 along the same lines it's it's so much like it but at the same time the people are worse you couldn't you couldn't possibly think that people could be worse. No. And then, no. and then you watch love after lockup. Yeah. Wait till you, you need to get on the season with like, uh, with Clint and, uh, God, his name is Clint. Yeah. Is he in jail? And his name's Clint. No, he's okay. So he's, he's in love with a girl from jail. Oh God. Uh, oh What's my her God. Name? Uh, Tracy. Oh, of course. Tracy. God damn it. Tracy. And, and Tra- guess, and guess what Tracy likes. What? Crack. 
there's always a crackhead named Tracy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no spoiler alerts, but, uh, that is a spectacle. <laughs> like it was the like audible gasps from everyone in the room. Like something would happen between Clint and Tracy and we're like, no, no, that's not happening. No, Clint, don't. <laughs> yeah. Clint, please come to your senses. And he's Clint's a simple boy. Oh, he's a, he's they, a simple boy. His parents named him Clint. Oh man. And his parents. How many Clint's do you know? Other he's, than Clint Black. Oh, he's a, he's an only child to a wealthy, uh, family in Texas, uh, uh New Mexico. Eh, close enough. Yeah. Hobbs, New Mexico. Um, oil tycoons or something. No, uh, meat market. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beautiful house. Beautiful house. Uh, but he has not done anything with his life at all. Yeah. Uh, he sleeps on a bed that is all Denver Broncoed out. <laughs> it, it looks like a little kid's room and he's like 45 years old. He's like 45 years old, like riding a side by side, like one of those like ATVs around his like parents' property. Oh, no, he's no, like, no. I just yeah. make sure oh, the yeah. fence is good. Yeah, yeah, no. He shows up in like a, uh, he shows up in like a Dodge Challenger. Oh, God. And it's like, oh, yeah, we know where you got that from. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they go into his room. He's like, this is where the magic happens. And it's like, it ha he has one of those like, uh, like the, the, pillows that are that look like an armchair you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah, the ones you had when you were like yeah 10 yeah so and you can play your Sega genesis yep. and there's yeah. denver Bron it's denver broncos of that and then there's denver bronco like a denver broncos uh plush throw on the uh on the bed like that's what he sleeps on what magic is happening in there oh my god it's harsh dry masturbating that's that's the magic that's Dude, happening he's been he's been married this is his third marriage jesus christ I I could do a full episode. Okay, yeah, of this. Like, yeah. Don't don't spoil too much for me. Yeah, um, but let's get into our 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 next beer. Um, okay. So, uh, what do you want to do, man? <clears throat> so I did have this one kind of planned out, and this um this kind of goes along the lines of uh, uh my cabinet. Um. Oh man, this is a. I, I chose this beer. It's getting presidential right yeah. now. Hold on, let me take a seat. I chose this beer because uh, I, I think this this person would make a great secretary of science. Oh, okay. Um, doing here? And I don't even know if that's really a cabinet position, but neither is secretary hop. So, but we'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to, what I'm going to do is uh, I think, I think I can get him on. Um, Who? It, we'll, we'll find out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let, let, let's give him a call and, uh, and, and see if we can get him on there. Awesome. And there he is, Dan, my secretary of science. <laughs> I, this was so predictable, <laughs> but I'm glad we're doing this right now. All right. So my secretary of science is, uh, none other than experimentals, Harry Peck, Harry, thanks for coming back on with us, man. What's up, buddy? Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. And thanks. Thanks for uh, putting me in your cabinet. Yeah. Hell yeah. Harry Peck, Secretary of Science. Hansel. So hot right now. Hansel. I just want to highlight, Tom, that uh, there is no Secretary of Science. So this is a new cabinet position he's creating as your future president of the United this States. Is, this is what I do. I just, I make things okayer. Idea guy. <laughs> um, all right. So now going back to why I brought Harry on, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to do a, an experimental beer. 
Oh, okay. We're going to clean that out of our, uh, our refrigerator. Yeah. We're cleaning out the fridge. This episode is, um, yeah, we're trying to purge the fridge of some beer so we can make some space. Yeah. So, um, we have, uh, a couple beers that, uh, Harry so generously, uh, sent over to us and, um, man, we had our real, we had a real pick of the litter here. I know. Um, this is one I think, uh, I mean, I love olives and, uh, dude, that's all I ate as like a light snack on vacation this week. Just olives, dude. I was in like, we had a, like we had cuterie stuff in the fridge. Okay. And I, you know, you know, I had the ring blown, you had the salami, yeah. you got the cheese and everything. I was going after like the thing of olives. I'm just, I'm just going to take this over the now, couch you, and just eat What kind of, what kind of olives were they? Were they regular, just like pimento olives or were they stuffed olives? Were you going to a little blue cheese in there? You so know. these were just basic Kalmata olives, man. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So just go and cut them all. All right. Right. Um, I'm thinking now, Harry, you can tell us what, uh, what kind of olives you use this, uh, with this, this batch. Um, but I mean, when I think about it, I think about the standard green pimento olive, um, you know, that, yeah, that's, the, yep. That's exactly what I used both the uh the olives and the brine nice awesome so dan you had a very sodium heavy diet in uh in i am so bloated right now (laughs) (laughs) that's horrible you're just alcohol and terrible food you all you drink you drink alcohol and just ingested nothing but sodium and then sat out in the sun like I know. I was like, how a, did you not like, die dry, of dehydration? You up even more. I was just, I was just <laughs> a piece of bacon out there. I mean, look, look at the tan versus like Tom here. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm Polish and Irish, so <laughs> you're translucent. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, with that, I do this podcast with a ghost over here. <laughs> um, you, with what you ate and drank, I just, I would expect you to come back looking like, uh, um, um, Cameron Diaz's friend from it's uh, something about Mary. Remember the old lady, oh, yeah. her neighbor. She was coming like, in looking like a leather handbag. Yeah, like a crip keeper. Yeah, she I just like, raise up. Going, <laughs> she looked like the female version of Hulk Hogan. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> just all dried up and like, uh, like little, like look. Uh, she looked like. Uh, when you leave like a hot dog on the grill a little too long, it's like all sh- shriveled and leathery. Yeah. Right before it like turns completely like black and starts yes. charring. It's like right before that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what we're, the beer that we're doing is, uh, it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dan, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about this. All right. So this beer is it's O live by experimental brewing company. They're a little, you know, a little brewery out of uh, Garfield, New Jersey. <laughs> so, uh, this beer was kettle soured, then aged on olives. You get a sour note up front, finishing with a pungent briny quality It is surprising, refreshing and keeps you coming back for more 4.2% alcohol by volume untapped rating of a 4.08. There it is. Keeping along with, uh, again, my theme of internet darlings. I know. So hot right now. Yeah. Experimental. <laughs> so hot right now. <laughs> um, all right. So um, we're going to crack this, Harry, and then we'll, we'll talk to you about, you know, what, in, what went into uh, brewing this and everything. Oh, I can't wait. And this is the maiden voyage of my experimental uh Brewing Company glass right here. Yeah. Look at that. So now it's we, we so clean right now. Now yeah, we, it's just been sitting there. We finally have his and hers uh, experimental go- glasses. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, give me a countdown, Tom. Right. One, two, three. 
All right, there we go. Ooh, I got a little brine on my uh, microphone there. Ooh. <laughs> little little briny squirt. I'm bring that can over here, sir. Ah, uh, that ain't uh, that ain't brine. That's squirt. <laughs> I'm surprised that never got on the soundboard. No, that's a, that's a little too much. I have I have my uh, I have my line, Dan. <laughs> Oh Lord in ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> oh he did. <laughs> um all right, let's see. Good clarity on it. How about that smell? I got it as soon as I cracked it right next to my nose here. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, I'm getting more of a sour smell, like a, a like a the kettle sour smell. Yeah, smell standard there. kettle sour smell to it. Uh yeah, Daniel. Cheers. Sancha. Thanks again, Harry, for coming on and watching uh, us no drink. <laughs> if you'd like, you can just grab a beer for yourself while we talk about this. <laughs> I, I, uh, I actually was with uh, Zeppi and Al yesterday, so we did a, a lot of drinking yesterday. Oh, so you're detoxing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's definitely like a definitely a very good kettle sour taste to it oh totally i'm getting that i'm getting the briny finish though yeah like like you were saying like it finishes on that kind of um like you would say like if you got the olives and you kind of like sip on the brine a little bit you kind of have that taste to it yeah i, I didn't want to overdo the olive because i know a lot of people don't like olive so i kind of just wanted to use the olive as a replacement as of salt in like a, in like a Goza. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It works really well. <clears throat> Cause I, I honestly didn't know what to expect coming into it. Um, seeing that it was a kettle sour and they used the brine. I was like, hey, you know, how's this going to go? Is it going to be really olive heavy? It's going to be really sour. It's going to be one or the other. It's going to be either salty or sour. And it's really, it's just like a nice compliment on the back end of this. Oh yeah. You're getting a little bit of like the sodium, just a little bit of the sodium from it. Yeah. And I'm just getting a little bit of like, just that like little earthiness from the olive. Yeah. And the, uh, you said these were the green, green olives. Yeah, these these were the green green canned olives. So, what was the what was the thought process behind a kettle sour with olive? So, my being uh, kind of wacky, what I wanted to do was every, you know, so many people do fruited kettle sours, and I wanted to continue my theme of going fruits that you don't necessarily think are a fruit. So, I have before this, my big one is my pickle that everyone goes nuts for, which again, a cucumber is a fruit. Then you have olives, which are also a fruit. And then I also did a tomato uh, kettle sour, which is also a fruit. So I just wanted to take a spin on all of the same kettle sours that are out there using the same types of fruits and kind of like be like, well, these could belong in a beer as well. And you're kind of going <clears throat> with a theme of like high acidity there. Yeah. Yep. This was the perfect beer to break in this glass. I have been enjoying this so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just a really sour, uh, solid kettle sour. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting you know, like that little bit of a pinch in your adenoids right there yep. that you get when you have a kettle sour versus like, you know, something else that was like, you know, 
um, like the sour kind of saisons we had with Greg. Yeah, yeah, not getting, like, yeah like the barrel age stuff. The barrel age stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're not you don't get that so much on the adenoids. But with this, you're just yeah. it's right there. And with that, like you said, that earthy finish, almost like the olive. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, a little bit of the brine you can kind of taste on your palate as it finishes. Yeah, it's like um, I mean, it's it's reminiscent of like a like a martini. You know, like a, like a dirty martini. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you get a little bit of that olive brine in your, just, in your, just a splash. Yep. Uh, that's why, that's how I like my martinis though. I like, I was like, I love just, you know, keep putting the olive juice in there. <laughs> Don't stop. No, it's, um, it's nice. It's not like lip puckering sour, like some of these fruited sours go to. Um, and it's not overly salty, you know, that you, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very subtle briny flavor to it you know where it's not it's not like uh you're going trying to go too heavy towards the gosa side where you're yep. staying true to the the kettle sour yeah just a hint of the salt just mm-hmm. a little bit stay yeah staying true to the kettle sour definitely yeah, yeah and and a lot of these beers that you know when i'm designing it, it i kind of go back to my like food background of loving food and really loving like japanese food and going with that kind of umami what are those two flavors that you can put in or more that kind of create that really like delicious flavor. Yeah. I like it. Um, well, speaking of your, uh, your concoctions, what do you have, uh, what do you have coming up? Like what's on your, what's on your docket? Um, so right now I have, um, a braggot that's going. So that's, um, it's a low ABV braggot with just a touch of honey. And then I use the, uh, Kvek strain, the Norwegian strain, uh, brewed it at a, a fermented it at a high temperature to get more of those fruity notes out of the yeast Ooh. and then added a little bit of juniper in there just Ooh. to kind of for, for that, for that punch of like Norwegian, you know, they love their, a lot of the ancient ales, the uh, sati being one of them were brewed actually with the juniper leaves and okay. juniper. So I wanted to kind of bring that back, but then I put it in a braggot, which is another just odd style that you don't see a lot of. No, not at all. Yeah, I've actually, I don't even know what a braggot is. I'm, I'm new to a braggot, this. A braggot is just a a mead slash beer. So okay. really the only difference, really technically any beer brewed with honey can technically be, be classified as a braggot. Um, you just use, for a braggot, you're using a lot more honey. Okay. Um, so there's different, some some people actually will blend the beer and a, and a mead separately. Others brew it just with honey. Um, but it's just a cool, fun style. It's kind of have like, almost like a, like a Riesling a little bit, but that like kind of honey finish. Yeah. <clears throat> so yep. would you get more like a, more like a gin flavor with the juniper? That's what I was trying to go for, but not like so much, like a, like a little less. Okay. I yeah. mean, I'm not a huge fan of juniper. I don't, I don't love that flavor, but I just, I wanted to get more of that earthy uh, sweet spiciness from the, the juniper. Okay. Um, and then I also have fermenting right now is, um, I, I wanted to brew another IPA. Um, but it's a Belgium IPA because it's like actually one of my favorite styles, um, of like, you know, cause Belgium, you have so many different Belgium, uh, styles, but a Belgium IPA, I just really like, um, so it's, it's using a lot of West coast hops. Oh, awesome. Ooh. Um, but the real question is how hazy is it going to be? 
It's it's not a hazy. Well, <laughs> I actually don't know. I didn't purposely try to make it hazy. Um, I don't know. I've never used this yeast tram before, so I don't know. Okay, get, one, get one, ready. Get ready one, for a low score. On yeah, one point five on Untapped already. <laughs> yeah, I haven't it, tried it yet, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know. I don't know how. I'll tell you this much. I didn't try to add hazy flavor in it. So which West Coast hops are using like Pacific Northwest? Yeah, um, really all the seas. Oh, Cascade? Centennial. Yeah. Centennial? Centra. Chinook. I use a lot. Uh, That's awesome. I'm kind of excited for that one. I might slide into your DMs about that one. Um, And then after that, I have um, a Hefeweizen coming. Ooh. Um, And then um, I'm doing another. So I just did the, I don't know if you saw the smoke sour uh, that I did. And that, that's a, uh, ancient, it's a 19th century German style beer. Ooh. So it's, it's a smoke. It, you actually use smoke grains. I use cherry wood smoke grains and then it's, it's soured. Um, hmm. but I, I use the specialty yeast on that Philly sour that came out recently. Oh, so it's not a, the West Philadelphia yeah. yeast from the trees. Yep. Yep. I use that. So you don't kettle. It's so cool because you don't have to kettle sour, but you don't have to age it for a really long time. You can just ferment it like a normal beer and it sours and ferments at the same time. Wow. That's really awesome. It's interesting. And yeah. I tried so hard to look on Levante's Instagram for that post about it because yeah, I know that yeah. they used it. I think and they- so the guy, the guy who developed it, actually reached out to me. I'm sending him a couple of cans because he, he reached out to me and he was like, um, by the way, that was like, you're the only person I've seen make a style like this. Like uh, everyone's awesome. doing the same thing, either a sour IPA or a heavily fruited sour. And he was like, dude, well, that's awesome. And I was like, I'll send you some if you want to try them. That's really awesome. I mean, that's, so that's uh, pretty exciting. And um, I'm going to do with that same yeast. I'm going to do another sour, but I'm doing a spicy sour because I wanted to do a spicy beer for a long time. And so I'm going to add some peppers into that, that puppy. Are you going to do something like um, Aslan's uh, Fuego series? El Frutero. <clears throat> oh, is that what it is? El Frutero. No, yeah. uh, Tonewood does Fuego. Yeah. El Frutero is uh, Aslan's like sour that has like habanero, a, habanero peppers in it. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, you don't see a lot of that. And I really, I've had a few and I really like that sour and spicy, just kind of, they really play well with each other. Yeah. I'm very interested in that too. Any, uh, any updates on the, uh, on, along the brewery lines? Um, I'm still looking. Um, surprisingly there isn't, uh, I, I would, you know, I thought at this point there'd be more, I mean, I hate to say it, that more people would have gone out of business and there'd be more like uh, available spots. There's not a lot popping up yet. So I'm really just, I'm, I'm looking and I'm just trying to find the right spot. I'm not rushing into it. I just, it's gotta be that perfect spot. Yeah. A little bit closer to Pennsylvania for us. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, do you want to get into ratings since you I don't want you to forget about your beer Oh, I can't forget about you this. crushed it <laughs> this was a crushable I mean with any kettle sour like it, it, it's just such an easy drinker for me I enjoy yeah. I enjoy that kind of 
that kettle sour finish. But with this one with the brine and it's kind of like when I see like a tray of like pickles at like a barbecue or something or just like the jar, I'm just over there like, no, I'm just going to have a pickle. Oh yeah. Another pickle. Oh yeah. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm this, I'm the guy that's just like walking, keeps walking back and picking up an olive or two. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like save a toothpick and I'm just like, <laughs> just grabbing them as I go by. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's get into ratings on this. And, yeah, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod at Best Best Friends P O D. All right, and you, <laughs> you by this point you know what the Untapped rating scale is. Um, it's a couple bottle caps. And, yeah, you know, you know how it goes, Daniel. All right, so we've been kind of on this same kind of theme with the. Uh, you know, judging by the type of beer, kettle sour, it's hitting all the marks of a kettle sour for me. Um, you know, it's hitting, like I said, it hits that, that adenoids, you know, the glands in the back of your like throat right there with the sour like hit. So it's staying true to the kettle sour. I love the addition of the olives and the brine for just like that, just a hint of like saltiness to it. Uh, I love this beer. I'm going to give it a 4.5. All right. I like it. Um, yeah. E- easy drinker. Um, low ABV. Yes. Um, I like that. You know, it it didn't, um, it didn't linger on the palate. Um, it it didn't, it also, I feel like it didn't crush my palate. Exactly. Like right now, like I thought like I would have like an olivey kind of like coming into this when mm -hmm. we were, you know, tossing around the idea, having experimental and I knew we had this one in here. I was wondering if I was going to be tasting olives after it the entire time, like going into the next beer, but it's so clean finishing that like I'm sitting here right now. I haven't had a sip of water after this and I'm not really having anything sitting like resident, like residual on my palate. Dan hasn't had any water in 10 days. (laughs) I know I'm I'm, I'm over here just like just olives and beer. If if you look at my forearm, it probably tastes like bacon. Like, seriously it's just all salt coming out of it uh all right so um yeah i mean uh, like i said easy drinker uh it's exactly what i would look for in a kettle sour um you know not overly sour it's just a nice mellow uh ride all the way through uh i did i I appreciated the brine uh not overly salty gave a nice little bit of earthiness at the end there totally um yeah, I would go four two five on this. All right, I'll do four two five as the consensus. On okay, that. cool. Um, Harry, you got anything you want to plug right now? Oh, uh, I mean, you know, follow me at uh, xbeer underscore nj um, experimental dot com. I'm on Facebook experimental. Um, yeah, just follow along with the uh, journey. I see you got some new merch. Those uh, sixteen ounce glasses look pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, just. just just got these puppies in. Damn. Damn. Look at that. Oh, it's a full wrap and everything. That was full wrap. You know where that would look really nice, Harry? Behind us. <laughs> right there. Right up there. Right next to the, the 12 ounces. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wanted, I really liked, like, I kind of fell in love with my, uh, my, my artist and his work. And so when he did the, the can art for the first time for my labels, I was like, yeah, I got to get this on. Like a full wrap. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah, no, it's a great look to it. Um, yeah, definitely give, uh, give Harry a follow. Um, and Harry, don't, don't fall in with that, that bad crowd. They're, uh, they're going to, they're going to take you down a bad path of, uh, (laughs) 
uh, of rough Sundays. What are you talking about? Are you talking about? Oh, talking about sex? Was- <laughs> that be hell? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, stay. Uh, stay golden. Stay golden, Harry. Stay golden. Uh, I will. <laughs> I will. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, Harry. Yeah, we appreciate thanks you. Thanks a lot, man. All right, bud. Yeah, have, have a good weekend. night, man. Yep, have, a, have a good night. All right. That was Harry Peck from Experimental. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We got to drink more of his beers in this fridge so we can get more of his yeah. beers sent oh, yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, so that that's my secretary of science, Harry Peck. Uh, obvious, obvious reason why I chose Harry as a, as my secretary of science. Because he's just so experimental. Is that oh, one? yeah, for sure. I mean, again, not a cabinet position. So we're creating a new position for him. We're, we're just, we're, we're making America just a little bit okay. We're making it again. Yeah. yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh. Is that going to be like the campaign slogan? Eh, we're getting there. <laughs> Bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> stick around. <laughs> stick, stick around for the second act. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I think it's time to get into the Dan portion of, uh, of our, uh, we are, are cleaning out our, our, uh, Cleaning out our, our I feel like fridge. you're you're pigeonholing me into this now. You're like, mm, this, is, this is the Dan side of it here. Well, I mean, I went with my side. I I, I picked my uh my McKellar and, and my experimental. So hot right now. So hot right now. <laughs> experimental. So hot right now. Experimental. It's so great that that beer just had such a clean finish because yeah. it's gonna kind of transfer right into the the ones when I kind of opened the fridge and I said I'm gonna kind of go with these ones because uh, well actually this first one because I am a hazy boy I did bring a lot of haze you, you don't to hide it you I don't, don't hide, hide it. it no I don't hide it um, I am a proud member of the haze boys yeah and, and much like a pilsner you don't have anything to hide. I don't. No, I wear. I wear my. I wear my haze on my sleeve. Yeah, Vice President Pilsner would be very, very proud of you. Thank you, thank you, Vice President Pilsner, wherever you are. <laughs> he doesn't really show up to a lot of the cabinet meetings. I haven't yeah, met him. Does, we haven't met him yet. He does a lot of legwork for me out in the uh, <laughs> out in the western states. All right, so I'm gonna go with the one that I chose here um, because we. We got a lot of these and we have to get through them. Um, and this first one I'm really excited about. So uh, we are going to do Ripe by Great Notion Brewing. Finally. 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 It's Great, happening, Tom. Great Notion has come to the Best Best Friends podcast in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this has been a long time coming. Uh, talk about Internet Darlings. Oh, I know. it's. Oh, my God. Great Notion. Every time I just see the label, I just, I know from like doing just our like exploration on yeah. Instagram, just every time there's one, oh, that's great. You can see great notion from like a mile away. Like you see the can and like their artwork is kind of universal in what they do. Oh yeah. That you could just, you could see it from, you could see it from a distance being like, oh yeah, that's a great notion right there, isn't it? Is it possible this story is true? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right. <laughs> it's fact. It's fact. It's yes. fact. Yes. 
So with this one here, uh, so we're doing the Ripe IPA by Great Notion Brewing. Great Notion Brewing out of Portland, Oregon. This is a New England IPA. Ooh. Brewed exclusively with Citra hops, bringing Citra back. Ripe brings a bit of juicy haze to Portland. This award-winning IPA is loaded with tropical notes of mango and papaya. I'd like to know what award it won. I know. I'm curious too. I yeah. mean, that's this is all they had on untapped here. They um, didn't put it on their can like buying. Yeah, there's nothing on here. Hmm. Uh, let's see what we got here. <laughs> No, no, nothing. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, while, while you're cracking that, I'll, uh, I'll do a little deep dive. You gotta here. do a little deep dive. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, um, well again, 7% alcohol by volume average rating for this bad boy is a 4.24 on untapped. So, uh, it's going to be pretty high average rating right there. I like it. Um, so all right, Dan, you want to give me a countdown? Yeah. One, do, drop. All right. Oh my God, this is a this is a pungent one. Kick you right in the face. Yeah, I mean, every time I do this crack on the old uh, microphone, it it kind of like stays there as I bring my uh, face back in to say something. Hmm. And I'm oh man, I'm just I'm getting a lot on the nose just pouring it next to me right now. Man, I am. Uh, I'm looking on online and uh, not seeing much about what. Uh, what award they won? Oh wait, the same beer that won. Here Hold we on. go. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it here. Tom is googling. He know he'll find it. What did this win? What did you win? The haze is man. I'm getting it over here. You getting it, dude? It's oh, it won fifth place in 2016. Oh, okay. All right. I guess fifth place gets an award. Sure. <laughs> sure. Got a par- participation trophy there. Yeah, it's not like. Oh my god. Yeah, look at this, man. This is a uh, this is a Dan Herb beer. This is a hazy boy. A floater in here. Got a little little floaty. Yeah. It's all right. All right. Cheers, sir. Slancha. Down the hatch. A little bit on the palate. Citrusy. Juicy. A lot lighter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. In terms of mouthfeel. Not a... Not a whole lot of bitterness to it. It, This is... um, Wow. Uh, This is what I kind of expect when I have a New England IPA. Yeah, I would uh, agree 100%. Especially just a regular New England, like not a double, not an imperial, just a regular IPA. Just a plain ass double IPA or uh, New England IPA. And just an exclusive single hop variation, too. Wow. I had no idea that, uh, no idea that this was a single hop New England IPA. Yeah. Brewed exclusively with Citra. Hmm. Look at us. Look at both us. of us picking a beer that just exclusively Citra with the, with a patient for patient with a passion for hops and the patience for sours. I'm getting, so I'm getting a lot of the juice up front. 
but there is some of the citrus kind of peel hop kind of flavor kind of sitting on my palate after, if I let it sit. So like I take a sip, start talking to you a little bit. I'm getting it on the palate there. So. Yeah, there's definitely a, a hop bitterness to it, but man, is this thing juicy? Yeah, this is what I would expect from something called ripe. This is a juice explosion. Great notion. So this is our first great notion beer that we've had on this podcast. Yeah. Um, I would say, I, I mean, I would say that the hype is real. Yeah, I would agree. So, you know, you have some, uh, Oh, are you look, you looking in there? There is no sediment left on the bottom of this. That's nice. With no roll or anything. Oh man, man. Uh, and I don't have a can on date. This is another, uh, I did give it a light. Um, so I've been doing the roll, but mm-hmm. I've been, I've been trying to perfect what I call the quick upside down where I just kind of give it a little like upside down, mm. bring it back around real quick. Okay. And then I let it sit for a little, second, a little slap and tickle, just a little, just a little bit, because sometimes like, for example, in our office or in mm. our studio here, not a lot of room to roll like a no. efficient roll as I'd like to do it. So like, I just give it a little, little rush, just a little quick, like twist. Okay. So this was a, this was canned just over a month ago. Um, I don't, I really don't see any imperfections in it. No, I would say everything that you would expect from something called ripe. This has everything I would expect, especially from the description too. I'm getting the citrusy notes. Um, I'm getting the soft fruit flavor of a papaya. Like, so I'm getting kind of that with the juiciness to it. Okay. I'm not getting too sharp of a mango though. Like sometimes mango has like a sharp fruit taste yeah. to it. I'm getting more of a soft fruit kind of taste to it. Hmm. No, I see what you're saying. It's not like a, it's not overly, overly citrusy, which I mean, mango as we, <sighs> the stone fruit actually, it's more related to a peach. Yeah. Mango was, uh, has, I was called out on. It's not a, a citrus fruit. It is not. No. In fact, Neither, I thought it was, a. I said it was a tropical fruit. Mm-hmm. I actually had someone reach out to me and tell me it's a stone fruit. Wow. Closely, more closely related. I guess to that makes sense. Like the, a peach or a nectarine because of the, the pit, the pit in the middle. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, the papaya is not a citrus fruit. It's not. It's got like a soft fruit yeah. kind of taste to it. It's a very, um, it's very mellow. Yeah. I like a good papaya juice every once in a while. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Papaya is like, if, if something says like notes of papaya, I kind of like that more than like a real sharp, like, like a burst of fruit. Like mm-hmm. if you were to have like, if this was all mango, like, you know, you had with your milkshake IPA, uh, conundrum before on this uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, man, this is a, uh, this is like, this is like the Instagram model of beers. <laughs> this is like, this is going to get you so many likes, bro. It's going to get you so many likes. Um, this beer has already offered to sell me detox tea with a 15% off <laughs> promo code. Um, it's going to, uh, offer to sell you shampoo. That'll make your hair fall out. <laughs> um, this is what the looks of this beer. So, you know, we're a, an audio medium. Um, yeah, this is a very Instagram worthy beer. Well, so this is what it stands out to me because this is, I, I, this, I remember you 
showing me these kind of like juicy New England IPAs. And I'm like, holy shit, that looks like orange juice. Yep. And that's what this looks like. It's thick. It's it's I, I don't even know if I would call it hazy. It's just it looks juicy. Yeah, it's got such a juice to it. But it's so like it's light. It like the mouthfeel to it mm-hmm. is it's it's like a don't judge a book by its cover. So like I'm looking at the cover of this and I'm like, man, this is gonna be real heavy. But it's kind of easy to drink. It's yeah, kind of light to it. It's going down nice. Um, very refreshing. Oh, I know. Yeah, this is. This was a nice beer to have after the the kettle sour. I would agree a hundred percent with that. And man. Great notion, just knocking it out of the park for us here. Yeah, as far as like uh, our first venture into this very, very, very popular brewery. Um, I can't wait to dive in because we have a, so much great notion in that fridge. Yeah. This yeah. is just like, this is the tip of the iceberg and we're already impressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need to get, uh, you know, the... We need to we need to get a, a great notion plug. We need to find somebody that can get us more and more and more great notion because it, it sucks following them on Instagram because <laughs> they put out these things is like oh my god look at this delicious tart ale with <laughs> vanilla and boysenberry and I'm like god damn it it sucks I, I have friends in like Washington but no one in Portland like I was like I wonder if I can get people in Washington to send this out if they can find it but if anybody is listening to this podcast that can get us more great notion on a regular basis um, you know uh, there's not much that's off the table oh yeah yeah uh, we'll get you whatever you want oh yeah you you want something you want something from the east coast you want you want to you want to get that yeah. tired hands you want to get that imprint you know you want to yeah. you know the instagram stuff that people want you know we got you yeah yeah we'll uh we we we'll talk hit us up uh yeah hit us best, up. best best friends pod at gmail.com that's at best best friends p-o-d oh man really? there we go Asia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a euthanasia. Huh? <laughs> what? What was that? Um, and uh, that's at gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> and back to this delicious, delicious beer. Continue. It's just, it, it's nothing warms my heart more than when Tom enjoys a New England <laughs> IPA. I, I have it, it no. It just sits over here and I just like, I'm just like smiling. Like I'm watching like my kid hit like a T-ball for the first time. Just like run the first base. I'm like, yes. Um, that's such a perfect analogy. Uh, you're, you're like, you got dad pride. Oh, I've got dad pride right now. <laughs> um, I'm grinning ear to ear watching you drink this. Like uh, Jack Nicholson and anger management. I'm just like, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, if I'm going to drink an IPA, I prefer a New England IPA. It's just, it's the beer, it's the IPA style that got me into IPAs. It's very true. Um, so, the, I mean, this is wonderful. Um, I love that it's only citra hops. Uh, it's kind of what I expect from a, a New England style, that citrusy, juicy. Uh, it looks, it, if you sat this down in front of me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a New England style. Oh, totally. It doesn't have that, like, it, it's hazy. I mean, it's in not the sense trying to that be more than what it is. Right. And it's not like a lactose haze. And it's not, you know, haze for the sake of haze. It's a New England style. And that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's doing its job. It's, it's not going above and beyond. Like, it's not throwing a bunch of shit into mm-hmm. it to try and make it more than what it is. It's just a great New England IPA. Yeah. Um, 
So as far as like a, a first glimpse into the world of great notion, and I am just green with jealous rage of <laughs> anyone who can walk down to great notion and get this fresh. Dude, the Pacific Northwest is just a magical place. If this is what they have to offer. Oh, Portland seems like a very, an awful place to be. You know what? It, it seems like a great place to visit, get your beer, get your coffee, but then continue North. <laughs> I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. You stop in and get, uh, get your, get your, uh, your coffee made by somebody who's named like swatch color number 14, uh, <laughs> and that has uh, half his head shaved, but the other half is a man bun and dreadlocks. Um, and he has <laughs> tattoos. He has a, an arm sleeve, but it's only Marge Simpson. Um, <laughs> And he's wearing, he's wearing a tutu, um, but he's also wearing like a mesh tank top, um, and, and Doc Martin boots. That's the only person I want to make me coffee in Portland. Oh, and it's going to be the best damn cup of coffee you've the ever had. Best coffee. It will ruin all coffee. It's, it's going to be the rest Twin, of your Pe- life. Twin Peaks level <laughs> coffee right there. I'm just going to take that sip and I'm just going to be like, this is the best damn cup of coffee ever. Um, yeah. And he rides, he rides one of those old timey, uh, those old timey, uh, bikes, you know, with the one giant wheel. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he only wears roller skates while he's pedaling that bike. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. Um, but we enjoy the hell out of his coffee. But goddamn, is that good coffee? <laughs> um, oh, uh, yeah, it's like every episode of Portlandia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just painted a portrait of the entire city of Portland. We did, and oh man, I'm just seeing it in my head as I'm drinking this. I'm like, yeah, I, I can enjoy this beer while watching this. Yeah, <laughs> in Portland. Um, yeah, it's this has been it, everything. It, it, Great notion has lived up to the hype. I, I can oh totally definitely say that. Um, do you want to rate this real quick? No, of course. All right. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll jump into it. Uh, yeah, if, if you want to go first here, sure. Um, you know, rate on rate rate into your olfactory is uh, <laughs> I'm getting like a nice like pineapple juice scent. Right in my nose. Yeah, um, it's it's actually like it's fruit heavy on the nose, but mm-hmm. not so much on the taste. Um, I'm getting a little bit, but it's a very subtle. It's more subtle on like my palate versus like in my nose while I'm drinking. It's it. almost like I'm getting like a um, like a pineapple. I'm also getting your sniff as you do it <laughs> in my headphones. <laughs> You're just like it's just a. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, I'm getting like a little bit of, I, I, and the pineapple might just be from my nose. Um, a little bit of like almost a passion fruit like that. Well, that would make sense. A passion fruit and papaya are a mellow fruit. Yeah. They are pungent in their smell, but they're a very mellow fruit. Yeah. So, and then that's what you're, I'm getting. It's not overly citrusy. Um, you're getting a little bit of that, of that rind flavor from the citra hops. Um, take not, one more line of that beer. Just, just. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, let me rub it into my gums. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to take this IPA and just start cutting it up with a razor. <laughs> you know what? Like, you know, just, just pour it on the spoon, light it up and, and shoot it. Jesus in, intravenous. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's Tom, the you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> um, the, uh, I, I mean, it's exactly what I would look for in, in New England. It's, it's juicy. Totally. Um, it's very smooth. Uh, it's not a huge hot bite to it, but it does have a little tiny bit of bitterness that works well against the, the juice. God damn. The citrusiness, citrusiness, which isn't a word, but in my America, Citrusiness will be a word. Okay. Yep. I will talk to uh, Webster uh, about adding that to the dictionary. Citrusiness. Citrus. Citrusiness. Say that five times fast, there, Mr. President. Couldn't do it, nope. um, especially after after uh, booting this thing right, <laughs> into my, right into my veins. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> You're going out like every Portland musician right now. <laughs> just, just injecting this into your veins. Either injecting into my veins or jerking off with a belt tied around my neck. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, belt's either tied around my arm or around my neck. Um, <clears throat> so uh, shout out Chris Cornell. Um, so Oof. yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah, go there. Um, as far as a, an introduction to great notion, this has been great. Um, ah, great notion. It's been great. Hey, hey, okay. Mm, punny. Um, uh. uh, I, I, I mean, I, now I have high hopes for the rest of the I know I'm, I'm, I'm more excited to clean this fridge out. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a, this is the start of something B E A beautiful. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and with this, you know, it, it's a picture perfect new England IPA. Um, exactly what I would look for. Um, I would go four or five on this. Okay. I'm going to do a four or five all around then. I was hovering between four, two, five and four or five on this. Okay. Um, just because we, you know, consensus four, two, five on, uh, everything else, you know, this is our first great notion. I think we should aim high and then, um, we're going to see how everything goes from there. Yeah. I like it. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> so we, uh, we came into, a a bit of more local brewery controversy over the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can talk about this yeah. a little bit. Um, this is, this is kind of a rough one, man. And I, I had a lot of conversation about this, but yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah. So, you know, our, our, we have a love hate relationship with breweries in our area, you know, uh, you know, Dan and I go good cop, bad cop on imprint. Um, very true. Very true. <clears throat> um, JJ Radigan's, uh, can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Fucking bootlickers. Um, and now I would say one of Dan's more visited breweries. <laughs> I would not say really recently, but not recently. I I've been taking a break because I, I go that I was going there often, but yeah, I got a little bit of news from this brewery and, um, it's, it's almost kind of a, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm really torn with this news because I know it's not a, 
unanimous decision from the brewery. Okay. So, um, and that's what, um, I guess we'll kind of get into it. So, um, hidden river beer. Yeah. Um, Hidden River is, I mean, I have talked at nauseum about how amazing they are. We have talked about how amazing they are on the podcast. Yeah. Um, great small batch brewers. Um, I mean, you're drinking in a haunted house when you go there. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. The setting's crazy. Great um, setting. Great beer. You're almost guaranteed to never have the same beer twice. Which is cool. And I've seen a couple of their beers now they've re-released a couple like favorites, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool to see. But yeah, like the small batch, like back in the day, it was impossible to get their crawlers. And then when they started canning, like production got bet like so much better for them, and you, it, it became more easily accessible, which I liked. Um, and then um, I guess there were some internal decisions where they fired their entire kitchen staff, including all their cooks. They are no longer um, having a kitchen during, well, also firing their entire kitchen staff during a pandemic. So that's nine employees, nine employees, nine employees during the pandemic, which it's unfortunate too, because we were just getting really kind words from the head chef there. I know that yeah, the head chef just started following us, um, liking our photos and stuff like that. Um, and is a really good friend of, you know, the, you know, the person I'll, I'll say it hop thief, you know, he told mm-hmm. me all about this and God, I felt like I was the first, like first news, like source that he went to. He was like, yeah, I just want to let, I just want to let you know about this. Yeah. <laughs> and he just dropped it right on, like right in my lap on vacation. And it's, it sucks because, you know, I, I personally never got any of their food because I don't, I don't frequent their brewery enough. To be honest, I've only ever had their food twice, but we, I, I do see their menus come out on, on Instagram and farm to table, farm to table. They were doing a lot of vegan options. Yep. Um, the, the head chef there, she was doing really cool sounding stuff, you know, everything sounded great. And then I don't know if you saw the post today about them being open. I did not. Okay. So they basically said like, you know, the kitchen is no, like it's a BYOF now. Okay. And that's, isn't that originally how it started? Not so much with them. They I thought pulled, they were B. I thought they were B O B Y O F to to when they first opened. They might have been when they first opened. I don't know. I think I went there like within a year of them opening. Okay, and they had a menu. Okay, um, but yeah, I don't. I I can't really say for sure if they had it before I was there. But mm-hmm. when I first went there, I know it was like because they just did their five year anniversary. I had to be there about four or five years ago as my first time there. Okay. And they had a menu, but now yeah, everything's BYOF. And they said we have some sandwiches available, which is just a punch in the gut for these chefs who brought a farm to table menu right to this place. Like we have a few sandwiches to, like. And they put it, we have a few sandwiches available to comply with Pennsylvania, like the laws and everything are going on with, you know, breweries. So were they, were they having someone make the sandwiches or were they just getting Wawa sandwiches? I have no, no, they, they didn't go into that. So like, you have no idea what sandwiches they had available. They just said, we have a few sandwiches. Right. And so, you know, talking with our, um, our correspondent on the street, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Correspondent on the street, like Hop Thief was saying, like, I mean, apparently Ovid, with Hidden River, two brothers were involved in the business. Mm-hmm. 
this is the decision of one of the brothers. It's not. A dis- okay. So, you know, you're kind of torn because the idea of hidden river was, you know, two brothers and one of the brothers made this decision apparently the other brother might not be in the picture anymore but i can't really speculate but at the same time like and i was talking to you know i was talking to you know hop thief about this and he he's you know we kind of agreed it's it's fucked up but we can't say it's the decision of the entire like ownership of the brewery yeah that happened it's just like it's the decision of one member who just happens to be a piece of shit. Hmm. Yeah. Because I, I have seen, you know, hop thief has been posting, uh, pictures of hidden river beers. Yeah. Yeah. He did I, a stop I, this weekend. Yeah. I was surprised because, uh, I, I did see, you know, you sent along the, the message from him. Um, so I was like, oh, I, I mean, I don't. I, You're I'm, like, oh, are we getting into another fight with a local brewery? <laughs> yeah, no, I was excited about that. You know, <laughs> You're excited to get the hot tea going. Yeah, um, and that's what we kind of talked about because I was like, Mike or Mister Thief, as I like to call him. You're, you know, it's it's kind of tough because we love their beers, and you know, it's not the decision of a hundred percent of the management and the ownership of it. It's right. just it's one bad apple. It's like, do you spoil the whole bunch because of that? Yeah, it it is tough. Um, I mean, putting nine people out on the street during a pandemic and especially because of the rules that are out there right now with the, like the food compliance should be crucial now then. Yeah. Like it's, it's more crucial than ever than to just have quote a few sandwiches available. I could understand if you were like, all right, well we can't do a full kitchen staff. You can have like a, a head, a sous and you know, a line cook and then, and that's it. Yeah. But like, I don't get, know if it was like kitchen and serving staff, but I know like the whole kitchen was out because we heard because right. he got the news from the chef and everything. But even if you just did, if you were just doing sandwiches, keep the head chef, tell, tell her just sandwiches. So she doesn't need a sue or a line cook or yeah. And make them farm the table sandwiches. Like yeah. do it up. What like, she was doing. I, I can't see them hurting for money with like the amount of can releases that they've been doing like steady. And they sell out. They, 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 I will say they've been selling out recently. I saw that they still had cans available from the weekend prior. Hmm. So like I've been seeing with a lot of breweries that they've been kind of trying to keep up so they don't sell out because of people like us who like to say, you know, why'd you sell Artificial out? Yeah, exactly. So like, for example, lava channel, which is probably one of their best IPAs. Um, mm. I know our correspondent in New Jersey, Zeppi will agree with, uh, me on this. It's one of the, it's one of the best IPAs I've had from hidden river and they've had it for like the last two weeks, like they've still available, which if, if you're going to hidden river, pick up this beer. It's amazing. But you know, they're not selling out anymore, but they're still, they're selling beer. Mm. Their beer is selling. Right. And we, and we've learned it doesn't cost that much to make an IPA. No, no, it's just, it's unfortunate. Um, the, I mean, it, it just sucks because we, you know, like I said, we, you want to love this brewery. Right. And we have an interaction with the, with, with the head chef there. Yeah. She seems like a, a lovely person. And so it, it sucks that, you know, she would be put out on the, on the street by, you know, a brewery that is very popular. Um, but I the, can't see yeah. like why, like the money, the money's coming in. Like, unless it's like, 
impossible to keep that location because of like price. Like, I don't know what the taxes are in that area or whatever. Like, but you know, they, they, so then what do you do? Like they have a full kitchen. Are they just going to shut it down? It's just going to sit there. Exactly. Like it's, <laughs> it's uncertain. And to be honest, I've been like cruising the comments and I, t- I talked to Hop Thief about this. I'm like, I want to leave a comment and ask, you know, what happened to the kitchen on that, you know, just to see like what kind of reaction I get. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to muddy those waters with Hen River because I, I do like their beers and I know it's not the entire brewery like decision right there. But right. this guy like who, you know, this other this but brother who just came in and, you know, fired the stack. How does he I mean. Where's everybody else at then? I've had one interaction with this guy before and very like nose in the air kind of guy. Well, I mean, that's kind of the reputation is they're kind of pretentious dickheads. So like between the two brothers, I heard like the other guy, apparently I've never met him before. Seems to be nice. But this gentleman who made the decision back when I had a budding skateboarding and craft beer podcast back in, you know, 2015, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, um, then, you know, my first time going to, um, in river, I was like, I want to have a podcast in this haunted house. Like I just want to set up my gear yeah. and just talk in this haunted house. And like, I, you know, asked to see the owner, you know, I asked the mm-hmm. server and the guy came up and he just acted like he didn't have the time to hear me out at all. Like I was just another guy with an idea, like at, at his brewery, just like, God damn it. I don't want to talk to this guy. Well, I mean, like I said, the, the, uh, consensus that I've gotten from people, you know, talking to people around the area is that, you know, there, it is a very pretentious, uh, brewery. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't their know. Their beer kind of spoke for themselves, though. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're pretentious, but their beer's good. It's like, yeah. all right, you you kind of earned like that level of pretentiousness. But, yeah, it's like the same thing with uh with tired hands. They're very pretentious, but they pump out amazing beer. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, you know, I don't think this is really like a you know a brewery war where we're going uh we're now we're not going to wage war on this but at the same time we just want to say like a brewery like this like yeah. when you're cutting staff like that especially be, during be better time, yeah just be better people be better um yeah it's just not a good look um yeah be better be better about it yep um you know we wish all the the staff that got cut we wish them the best um from the the looks of everything that they were making they were making pretty awesome food. So I'm sure they'll land on their feet somewhere. Um, hopefully it's local and hopefully we can find out where it's at. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that God brewery drama. We just seem to hover around and and, and it's all within like a, like a 10 mile radius. (laughs) We're like, we're like flies on brewery shit. We just like sit there. We're just like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) Well, I mean, now I'm, I'm finished my season of love after lockup. So I'm like, I need drama. I need drama back in my life. I sent that to you. You're like, Oh, we going to war. I was like, hold on, Tom. Let's pump the brakes here. I got excited. I was like, Ooh, Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, so we got one more beer to do here. Yeah. Uh, we got a vacation beer. I think yeah. I'm going to go with. Yeah. So, um, I made this decision while we were talking. I clearly didn't have this planned out in <laughs> advance. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a, I, this isn't a fridge clearing beer. 
Yeah, this isn't a fridge clearing beer. I, I mean, technically, I brought it and put it in the fridge. So okay, well, I mean, yeah, it's clearing space. Um, so yeah, we had a, we had another beer in mind, and then Dan brought this idea, and it was just it was too good to pass up. Yeah, just because I think both of us had a very positive experience at this brewery over the past week. <laughs> I I mean, I can't say enough good things about this brewery. Yeah, I know. except for the fact that I just found out how close they are to Seattle <laughs> and that and that we have missed out on so many trips to them. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, we found yeah, we found that it was out, like early and then I went down, I guess, early summer. And I'm like, I can't believe this is here. Yeah. I like I remember uh, Zeppi and Leah sent me gave me a, a beer from them. Yep. And I looked up where they were at and I was like, oh, my God, they're four miles from like the, like where I stay at sea isle. Yep. And I happen to be going down to like K may that weekend and everything. Mm. I'm like, Oh, I'm going there. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, it, it's such a bummer that I've never been there until this year. Um, but you know, I'm a, I'm a sea isle frequenter and yeah, I will be frequenting them as long as they're open. Oh, totally. Yeah. This is, um, I've had a couple of their beers this weekend and this is the one that I've been most excited to try and I'm so glad we have it here. All right. So, um, we'll get into it. Um, Dan, if you want to grab it, I'll, I'll start our, uh, our breakdown of this beer. Awesome. Um, so this is a beer from a brewery called Ludlam Island Brewery. Um, and they are technically located in Ocean View, New Jersey. It's just like every, every mile and a half is a new town in, in the Jersey shore down there. Um, they are just inland from, uh, you know, the main Jersey strip island uh and uh like i said you know i stay in sea isle it's a four mile drive you know sea isle boulevard out to nine out to woodbine boom you're there yeah exactly um uh i had a great experience with them um i'll get into that we'll get into the beer so we're gonna do wander uh from ludlam island and uh unlike the other beers this is fresh this is fresh yep this is straight from the uh straight from the brewery yeah um this was one i was really excited about um i believe i went down i think it was wednesday was there wednesday or thursday i went to last week i went to ludlam okay and they didn't have it in stock and you know i was a little bummed but i got some really good beer from them instead and then on my way home today i called them like a half hour before they open too. I said, listen, I'm going to be there in about like 10 minutes. Like I know you guys open at 12. Is there any chance I can get some beer from you guys? I'm on my way out. Like I'm on my way out of town. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, sure. We're here. Yeah. Just come on in. I was like, Oh, awesome. Just pull in right before they open. Yeah. That's the mark of a good brewery. Exactly. Like, yeah, they're, they're looking to get their beer out there. They want to have their beer talked about. It's, it's great that they were, you know, so accommodating. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this is a brewery that was bought to us, brought to us by, you know, the, the, our Do New Jersey call- constituents. Yeah, there we go. I was going to say, you want to call them our New Jersey constituents? Yeah. Um, oh, I, got, I like that a lot. Uh, Leah and, and Zeppi, um, you know, they brought me Thunder Jacket, which I, I love and hate them for because I need more of it. And from what I've been told, it won't be available until November. Um, so I'm going to go punch a few holes in walls. Um, All right, Kyle. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is a a great brewery. Um, 
it's been a it, it was it was a Ludlum filled week. Totally. Um, yeah, I had my wife fell in love with Ludlum. I got a couple of the uh, just their like standard hazy IPAs. Yeah, some New Englands that are just clean. Like we just have a great notion, just clean tasting New yeah. England. Like not no like no. They didn't have to put anything in them to sell them to me. They yeah. were great. So I think we need to get into this beer. So we're so, going to be doing Wander by Ludlam Island. It's an American IPA. Uh, Wander is a beer inspired by camping and made for camping, which who's can't, I don't, I camp. It's okay. That's I mean, I, well, I mean, it, <laughs> that's fine, but they're by the beach. I know, dude, have you ever been on like, did you, I have never been camping. Well, you've never been camping, but dude, have you, how many campgrounds do you pass on route nine in Seattle? Like a rat outside of Seattle? I don't know. I have no idea. Dude, there's like 12 of them really? outside of Seattle. Yeah, dude, campgrounds are crazy no. out there. I don't know what's with the pine barrens, but they're all like campgrounds in the, I guess in the vein of we just park our trailers here. I guess that's all they are. They're just like trailer campgrounds because I don't know. People don't want to get condos in the beach. So what they do is they just take their trailers down there. I'm a, I'm a house renter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Especially with the beach. I'm a house renter, but when it comes to camping, I do like the true camping, like out in the woods, tent and everything. Dan, I like air conditioning. Of course. I mean, you're sweating right now. Like, oh, I'm surprised you haven't put I'm the AC glistening. on. <laughs> um, but I'm also under the, I'm also under my makeup light. I know. Um, so translucent. Look at you. <laughs> so Wander is uh, brewed with organic honey granola for some extra trail energy. In, in the kettle, <clears throat> in the kettle, we used locally foraged spruce tips in place of bittering hops and hit the whirlpool with a bunch of. Go ahead. You could not. That is a hop. <laughs> I was going to, I was not when you took the description, I went, Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Do you know how it's pronounced? I have no idea. Okay. I know what the next one is. Denali. <laughs> <laughs> That's a car. Uh, this beer was then dry hopped with a massive amount of dry hop, of Denali hops to capture the spirit of the American national park. They are very close to a national park. They are. Um, and then the next part here is actually what I'm really excited about because yes. I like a good malt background. Crunchy granola malt backbone seamlessly woven through fresh piney spruce tip flavor and big citrus and pineapple from the hops. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about these uh, spruce tips. Yeah. 6.5% uh, alcohol by volume. 3.84 rated on untapped. Uh, and you can follow us on untapped at best wrestlers pod at best, best friends P O D. Damn, rest in peace to my nigga Bill. Wait, what POD song was it's that? It's a deep track. Oh, um, is it a secret song? Yeah. Um, is we have to let the CD go <laughs> to like 10 minutes after yes, the last song? Exactly. Um, it's what, what, what the kids would call an Easter egg now. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, uh, I, this is our second spruce tip beer. Or do we have pine tips? The uh, Sterling Pig beer. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a throwback. Yes, very deep track. Damn, did you have to look, go back and look that up? No, no, it's, it's always <laughs> you remember stuck in that? my... Yep, I remembered it. That was a deep track, much like... Don't trust, don't trust, don't trust, don't trust. It always trust, breaks it trust, every trust, time. Trust, you ever notice that? Trust, 
It always breaks it. Always breaks it. You know what? I think it's a mix of uh, the Trump presidency. Maybe the Russians are into it. Well, I would say more so uh, it's uh, China. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. They're your like, number one supporters here for are. your new presidency. Well, I mean, it, it shows how they can get uh, get me into office. But anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> Donald Trump, don't trust China. China is asshole. All right. So they're not asshole. They're, they're okay. I mean, they gave us TikTok and we're going to make America tiktok again. Yeah, let's... Yeah. I'm all about it. Let's go. TikTok. Uh, all right. Uh, Dan... Countdown. A one. A two. A two. All right. Sprucey? Very sprucey. Okay. Um... So like I was mentioning, this was a very, uh, a Ludlum heavy weekend. Um, I visited Ludlum. I had, uh, I had their, uh, copper top, which is their West coast IPA. Good um, old Westy. And I, I will, I'll thank Dan for that because he's been talking about nothing but West coast IPAs recently. So I was like, you know what? I got real nostalgic with them. Um, after um, name drop proper Josh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, I really enjoyed that beer. Um, Dan stopped by, uh, my shore house, uh, and enjoyed a, a West coast IPA with nice me. Westy. Yeah. It was great finish on that. Yeah. Solid, solid West coast IPA. Um, Dan had multiple Ludlum beers. Um, Dan, Slancha. Cheers, sir. Yeah, I had a couple of really good ones, but this is the one I've been waiting on. Wow. Yeah, this is what I've been waiting on. Now... I've been waiting to say this for a while. This is a complex beer. Right? I was waiting for you to say it. I took the first sip to coat my palate and I went, he's going to bring up complexity on this one. This is like a, this is like a trail mix beer. This is a very, like you said, complex. It's a journey. This is a, I mean, Wander is a great name for this beer. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm getting a lot of pineapple flavor. I'm getting a lot of pineapple scent, but I'm getting a lot of the. But I get a little bit of that, like um, that mellow, like honey granola. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting that malt backbone that I wanted to get on this beer. But just that light, that nice hint of the bittering from the spruce tips. Yeah, it's giving that pineapple-y kind of bitterness at the end. It just really all works well together. It's like a it's just a nice adventure of flavor yeah i'm 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 gonna wander through this glass a little bit (laughs) while i have this so you know we've had uh ludlum's been on the podcast before um i drank a fish alley ipa wait that was uh it stinks or was that no that was a it was that was a beer that was when uh that was a skype session okay and I, I forget what episode it was, but it was like I just had one sitting there. Where we went to additional beers. We didn't even talk about it. It was like we finished the beers and we were going into YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. We just needed beers to yeah. have while we were doing that. Yeah. The Fish Alley is a um, solid IPA. Solid IPA. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's just it. It's nostalgia in a, in a can because Fish Alley where 
is so close to where you and I vacation so much in Seattle yeah. in our, in our youth. Yeah. Um, it, it's an historic part of, uh, Seattle city. Um, and it was just, it's so close to, to home for, for Dan and I, cause we spent so many years going down to his, uh, his grandparents, beach house yeah right there on 44th and central man we uh that was ground zero man there's yeah. parties going on every summer man and it was it was magical but fish alley was that place that you know no matter how hard we partied on 44th and central we always got a cooler together and we rolled it down to you know mike's dock yep parked it and enjoyed seafood yeah um you know it always uh hold a special place in my heart um, I would pour out a little bit of this beer, but <laughs> it's too it's, good. It's too it's good too to good. enjoy right now. <laughs> um, so we had, you know, I had, uh, Dan brought back a fish alley IPA for me. He brought back a, a nice, uh, Ludlam Island, uh, a stemless tulip glass. Oh yeah. I, I miss mine, man. I was like, I don't use it enough because <laughs> it's only like you know, a 12 ounce glass. Yeah. But I have to start incorporating it now that I but have for a Lu fridge full of Ludlum right now. Yeah. For Ludlum Island beers and they do go heavy on the 12 ounce cans, six pack, 12 ounce. See, I was using, I was using that glass a lot with fish alley because it was mm. like perfectly held a nice 12 ounce yep. can there. I mean, the copper top would probably be uh good yeah. for that too. Copper top. So, uh, I, I had the copper top, uh, West coast IPA and, um, I, I went there for a crowler of the double IPA number four, uh, which is one of their session IPAs. Um, they sold out. So I got their, I, I don't even remember what it's called, but, uh, I can't pronounce it, but it was a stout, right? Amontildo or something like that. It was a, a barrel aged, a bourbon barrel aged, uh, Imperial stout. And it was one of the better stouts I've had. It was very impressive. Um, I have a picture of it. I'm just pulling it up so I can read it. To my, you. um, my whole family. Well, the, the part of my family that drinks, um, Amontillado. Sure. Um, <laughs> but my, my family that is not a big craft, I don't have a big craft beer family. Yeah. Um, you know, I poured out some for them and it was, a. everyone seemed to enjoy it. You know, it's a, uh, an Imperial bourbon barrel aged coffee stout, which they have a coffee roaster right next door. Yep. I believe, um, uh, there is it. Imperial coffee stout. They yep. 13% too. Yeah. That was a good one there. Yep. Uh, it was a, it was a, a tasty beast. Let's talk about that artwork for their crowlers too. Man. I got a crowler back in May of like one of their pale ales and I couldn't take enough pictures of it. No, I mean, it, I mean, they're one, if you're a label shopper, they are, they are top notch with their labels. It's very, uh, it's very, um, sea heavy. Um, very nautical. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the, the lettering on their, on their, uh, their cans is, um, it's in the style of like you know, that, that sailor Jerry. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a sailor, the old sea, sea hag kind of what I like about them is like all of their, all their cans have the same layout. It's very simple. Yeah. So it's a simple layout and then, you know, they make subtle changes depending on the beer. Right. So they're always going to have their logo. They're always going to have everything, how it looks and they just kind of change what like the color what, and the, and the little label yeah, logo. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, I had, like I said, I had the stout and the copper top, which is a great West coast IPA. Um, 
Dan, what did you, you drank the, uh, wrestling moves. Yeah. So wrestling moves was the, uh, the big hit at the house. Um, with my wife and I both, uh, we're both hazy people. So, um, wrestling moves was amazing. We also had their other, um, new England IPA, which is let it shine. That was delicious. Really excited to have that double IPA number four though. Yeah. Yeah. Dan was, uh, gracious enough to bring me over a can of double IPA number four, which is what I went there for. It was funny because like, I didn't think we were going to get it. Mm-hmm. And then because I, well, I came over Wednesday and I'm like, yeah, it's still yeah. sold out and everything. And I wake up Friday morning and I see that they're selling it again. <laughs> they just, they're like, we canned a fresh batch. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and like, you know, getting ready to leave on Sunday, you know, I was like, I have to make a stop at Ludlam on the way home. Cause I know I can get the double. And then as I was talking to the guy, I'm like, cause he was like, oh yeah, you were down here before. I'm like, yeah, I really want to get wander. Wander was like the beer that I kind of, I, I hunted down. Basically I wanted to get it props to Zeppi because of his pictures mm-hmm. and everything. He had Wander on there. Um, and he talked great things about Wander. So I went there, they didn't have it the first time I went there. I went there again, you know, they opened up a half hour before scheduled just to accommodate, you know, me, which was great. Um, and I just kind of said in passing, I'm like, you know, I really wanted to get this beer wander. I've heard, you know, nothing but good things. He goes, yeah, I've got some of my secret stash. I'll, I'll go get some for you. And I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and he just brought out a four pack of it. And I'm like, yeah, throw it on there, man. <laughs> man, all the <clears throat> all the signs of a, of a great brewery. Yeah. When you like when you're a fan of craft beer like Tom and I and, you know, you come to a brewery and you're just saying nothing but good things about like the beers you're dropping names of select beers that you want to try of theirs. And like, they know they don't have it in stock, but they have a stash of it and they're willing to just be like, here, you know, take it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great thing to, to see. And um, I'm so glad they gave this to me because yeah, this, this is a, this is a great beer to end on. Yeah. This is a beautiful beer. Um, <clears throat> it's nice. It's uh, it, you know, the right kind of hazy. It's a, it's got a very juicy look to it. Um, yeah. You know, I was, I was expecting a little more clarity out of it. Uh, I wasn't really expecting it to be very hazy. Um, especially, especially with the spruce tips. I was expecting yeah. something a little more along the lines of like a West coast. Yeah. But I saw the picture. I saw, I had a little, I guess, inside baseball. I saw the pictures that Zeppi posted and it was like bright orange. And I'm like, all right, there's going to, there's going to be something mm-hmm. interesting about this beer if they're throwing spruce tips and it looks like a juice bomb. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's super flavorful. Um, it, it's definitely like a, a journey of flavor, I would say. Um, oh yeah. It's definitely a, uh, yeah. I mean, everything that they've kind of put on here, like I'm getting that malt backbone. They talked about their granola. I'm getting the spruce tips with that, just a hint of bitterness and, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting the hop flavor to it. I'm getting a nice bitter yeah. hop flavor to it. So <clears throat> when it, when, uh, you know, we first, you first poured the beer, it was a lot of different, it was like a roller coaster of flavors. It was, you know, I had pineapple, you had that honey granola, um, a little spruce bitterness. And, um, uh, now that it's kind of mellowed out a little bit, you know, it's warmed up a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's really mellowed out into one, almost like one consensus flavor one cohesive flavor yeah and it's just IPA 
Yeah, exactly. It's speaking to me as just like, Hey, I'm an IPA. That's what I am. Um, and I'm not getting like this crazy whirlwind of flavors. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting a nice malt backbone to it still as yeah. it's like warming up. So I'm still getting that good backbone and I'm just getting that bitterness of the hops. Like, like you said, it's drinking like an IPA now. But it, but with that, that maltiness, it gives it like, it, it's just like that little extra, just a little bit extra on it. Yeah. You know, it, and it works well with the bitterness of the spruce tips. This is like a nature Valley granola bar. That's not going to get all over your shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbs fucking everywhere. <laughs> just, just going to disintegrate into your lap while you're eating it. Mm-hmm. No, this is great. Um, um, <clears throat> unlike the rest of the beers that we've had, I, I couldn't drink maybe more than one at yeah, a time. This, this would be one that I would say, like I would, I would drink it and be like, that was great. Yeah. That was, I mean, everything I enjoyed about it, but I wouldn't have it a second time. It's kind of a one and done for me. It's a heavy beer. Yeah. Especially, I mean, only at 6.5%. 6.5%. Yeah. So many flavors, so much like hitting my palate at once. I would probably, I would move on to another beer after it, mm-hmm. but I'm glad to have the experience. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I really enjoy it. Um, yeah. Do you want to get into ratings on it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know what else I can really say about it. It's, a uh, just a solid IPA, very drinkable. Um, it's almost like one of those like dessert IPAs where this is good, like after a meal. Yeah. You know? I don't want to say in a bad way, but like a novelty. Yeah, it's almost like a, you know, like a you at the after a, an Italian meal, you're going to have a Sambuca. Yeah, it's like something that you bring out of the fridge. Like if you have like a bunch of people over and you, you find out that one person's in the craft beer. Yeah. You're like, you have to try this. Yeah, beer. try this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, it's solid. Uh, it, it's interesting. Um, dare I say complex? Oh, he's bringing it back. Um yeah, I would, uh, I would go, I, I would say solid four on this one. All right, cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Cause I already typed out four before you even said it. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I already had it typed out. <laughs> I was waiting for you to see it like come up as you were like talking. Cause I went, <laughs> I was like, go on. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, continuing our, uh, us, I guess, bucking the trend of, uh, untapped. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at how many check-ins they have of it and you know, it's not a, you know, it's not that many, but at the same time, like this looks like it's a staple that hovers around four for them. And for good reason, mm-hmm. because I would give it a four because it hits everything I see on the can, everything in the description. Yeah. It's leaving nothing. It's, it's not leaving anything on the table. That's undecided for me. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, I, <laughs> I did look when I was trying to decide on a beer from uh, Ludlum. What I did get was that they don't, they kind of hover around like three, seven, five. It's another one of those breweries that I think doesn't get the love on the untapped. Like we said with like Lucas yes. Lane and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they do very solid beers. Uh, they do it consistently. And, uh, I don't know if it's just a location. I mean, it's not sea Isle and that area is not a very craft beer heavy area. They're they're pretty off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, ocean view. 
I'm pretty convinced is not a real town. <laughs> like when they said Ocean View, I'm like, ah, oh, they're in Seaville. And they're like, no, it's not Seaville. If you go like two miles down the road, it's Seaville. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. You're Seaville. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh You're Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, it's yeah. Ocean View is uh, is them and like a like a, a Pico power station. Yeah, it's a Pico power station, an excavation company and yeah. Ludlam. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean they're yeah they're definitely off the beaten path. You it's super easy to miss them. You're yeah, good. it's a good thing they put those little signs out there on. Yeah. Uh, was that fifty five? Not fifty five. Uh, Woodbine. It's Woodbine. Yeah. Yeah. Woodbine Ocean View. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, four four I think is a solid four beer right here. Yeah, I uh, I just I, I again like like you said the perfect analogy just like a uh, Celine. They don't get the respect they deserve. Right. I, I think in my opinion. And plus, I think they're getting a lot of vacationers who think they're in the craft beer. Yeah. And, you know, they're getting these beers and they're like, oh, I'm just going to throw it on tap. Like, I'm not into IPAs. So right. I don't know why I drank this IPA. 1.5. I, like, I like Miller Lights. This wasn't a Miller Light. 1.5. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Douchebags. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I mean, that is the... Uh, that wraps up the first of many fridge clearing episodes. Yeah. I th- this is the start of a of a beautiful series that I like will, it. We'll hopefully clear out some room so we can get some other quality beer in here. Yeah, and it and it means we don't have to book guests all the time. Exactly. And we're like, ah, we'll do a fridge clearing episode. Yeah. Less work, less work, and more beer drinking. I know. I feel like our dynamic got better because <laughs> now, now we're, you know, we're we're afraid that we wouldn't have much to talk about since we're best friends. We're just gonna say the same thing back and forth. I, to honest, each other. I honestly thought we would be struggling to hit an hour on this episode. What did we hit? Are we good? We are at. One fifty-eight and thirty seconds. Oh, nice! We did it. Yeah, we did. Tom, it. we did we, it. We did it, bro. Yes. Um. All right, so uh, we can wrap this up. We didn't even hit all of our topics. We, I still have a topic that I really want to talk about. We'll talk about it. You know, uh, you see it here. Yeah, no, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Tom. Um. Excuse me, Dan. Okay. As long as, you, <laughs> as, long as you're being polite about it. I mean, I um, wish you covered your mouth, though. Jesus Christ. Oh, you don't have to talk into this mic. Only I do. Yeah, no, that mic's got to smell like shit. <laughs> it's going to smell like burgers and tots. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, oh, we, I didn't even get in. It, it's been, I'm still in vacation mode and I miss this at the top of the show. Guys, subscribe, rate, review. It's the only way to to make our show better. Yeah. Review. Help us show up better. Leave us a scathing review. I'm still waiting to read one. Yeah. If you like the show, um, you know, we see the numbers. We see how many people listen. We see how many people review. Pretty big disparity. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, we get a, we get a good amount of listeners, but yeah. what we're at uh, thirteen ratings. Yeah, thirteen reviews. Um, I mean, if you um, no, we're at thirteen r- ratings. Thirteen ratings. I think we have like four reviews. Yeah, we have people who actually said something, <clears throat> which we appreciate you if you just kind of left your stars. Yeah, yeah, good on you and everything. But come on, leave us something to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really the way. If you like the show, you're helping us by leaving a rating and a review. You know, I see shows that 
don't do nearly as much work as we do that have, you know, hundreds of reviews and ratings. It's goddamn Russian bots, man. Yeah. I mean, they, we're doing it the right way. We're doing it. We're keeping it. We're grassroots. I was going to say we're keeping it American, but we've been listening to it in 16 countries, bro. 16 countries? 16. Damn. That's why we're internationally acclaimed, bud. That's true. It's true. We're grassroots. Yeah. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, so, you know, leave us a, leave us a rating, leave us a review. And, you know, if you want to see us do something different, leave a review. Tell us what we could do different. Better yet, shoot us an email. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We haven't got a bunch of emails. Got a couple good ones, but, you know. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Tell us if you have a beer that you want us to, to try. Shoot us an email. If you saw our fridge on this episode, because when the episode drops, there'll be some artwork. If you see a beer in that fridge that you want us to talk about, be like, yo, I really like that beer right there. Top left. What is that? We'll bring it out. We'll talk about it in the next fridge episode. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, if you have a suggestion for a guest, send us an email. Brewers. If, yeah. Breweries. Owners. <clears throat> talk to us. Email us. Slide yeah. into our DMS. Hell yeah. If you want to, if you want, uh, I had something in my head and it went away. What do we, we talked about, uh, if, if you, uh, if you have a guest you want us to have on, I, I don't know. Oh, if you want to do, uh, any beer trading with us, we are located in Southeastern PA around the greater Philadelphia area. If you have any beers that you want to trade. Yeah, we're, we're in. Hell yeah. Always up for a beer trade. Um, Got some West Coast uh, interest going on soon, so hopefully uh, we yeah, can get, for sure. get that going. Yeah, um, and then tell your friends about the podcast. Totally. Yeah. Get all your friends involved. Yeah. I got some um, friends out there who are telling other friends, which is awesome. I, I keep getting little texts like, hey, you know, name dropped you guys. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And honestly, it's the best Taking Back Sunday album. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. Yeah. We're all cute without the E. Cut from the team. <laughs> Um, Dan, you got any plugs? I, I know some, you. I know you do. I do. I mean, all I gotta say is, you know, if you follow my band Grayson right now on Instagram, it's Grayson underscore PA or Facebook at Grayson PA. Turn on your post notifications. Some stuff's gonna come out soon. Uh oh. We've got some. We got some new music dropping, and it is thick. Ooh. That's what I'm gonna say. Real thick. Ooh, milkshake IPA thick. Oh, yeah. You guys added lactose in there. Oh, we added, we added, we added some sactose to it. <laughs> All right, and uh, you know you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends <coughs> Pod. I love how you end on the Mosh song. It's the best. <laughs> uh, and again, email us at Best Best Friends Best Best. Still in vacation mode. God damn it, Tom. You ruined our outro. <laughs> best best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best best friends P O D. Who do you think you are? I am. At gmail.com. Good save. Good save. Nice. Right. Um, all right. Uh, Dan. I don't think I have anything else. Do you? I think we hit everything. No, this is a. I think. <clears throat> This episode was as refreshing as the beer we had. Yeah, this was nice. Yeah, it's it's nice to get back to our roots of uh of, of just being best best friends. Yep, straight up dad talk. This was a nice little treat. Yeah, 
Yeah. Nice little treat. Yeah. This like was like a little grape soda at like, you know, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Kids going to bed. You're really like, treating yourself. A, yeah. Just have a nice little treat. Hmm. You're going to have a, a, a fun size Snickers. Really, uh, really, yep. really treat yourself. Exactly. Naughty. Um, <laughs> Dan. I love you. Always have. <laughs> Always gets me right in the feels. <laughs> um, guys, just remember, it's not, it's not goodbye. It's just. We'll be back next week. And just always remember that the Clinton family is responsible for just throwing up his death. You're going to get. Pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. Yet a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy. Sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends.